0: Welcome to the SkiXM experience, where experience is the new brand. So, uh, today we're going to talk about a recent shopping experience I had that's got both online and offline components and some very interesting learnings in our age of the pandemic. And just just going to deep dive on, I'm a couch basically for the next 10 minutes. It's going to be kind of fun. And then I will end with a prediction. Uh, about cxm and crm we'll come back to that in a few minutes so i want to talk about couches so i'm just moving into a new home in uh, florida and i didn't expect to actually move in uh came here on vacation decided to stay for a year so So. i have basically a couple of suitcases and so the kind of the few things that we brought down for the month Um, but uh, otherwise uh, really need everything including a couch. And uh, don't really have a great couch uh, back in New York that, you know, we want to ship down. Uh, so we're kind of in the couch market anyway. And so thought this was a good opportunity to, to find a new couch. So uh, I have walked by their store on Lexington Avenue a few times. And my lovely fiance has gone inside and gotten the pitch a few times. And we've sort of kind of fallen in love with the concept of a new type of couch called a love sack. And that's spelled love. S-A-C, Love Sack. They originally made beanbag chairs and uh, they've kind of kind of gone out into sort of this new market, uh, which is this sort of rearrangeable and expandable couch uh, that you can sort of change in different shapes. So what I want to do is I'm going to describe it for a second just so you kind of know what I'm talking about. And then I'll kind of um, sort of walk you through the experience with kind of the pluses and minuses and learnings. So uh, the Love Sack couch Uh, It's a fairly interesting idea. So what they've done is they've created a very small number of pieces. So they've got uh, form boxes. So the boxes that are on the bottom and they're 29 by 35. Uh, And then there are seat cushions, 29 by 35. And then there are backs, uh, which I guess are um, sort of, I think they're 35 by like 24. And then there are sides, And essentially, like, uh, and backs. And the sides and backs are the exact same piece, same size. And they are what they are. They're kind of 35 by 35, I think. And those few pieces um, make up this couch system. And uh, essentially, you take these different squares, and you can rearrange them into any couch you want. You can buy more, and you can you know, change them around. The covers come on and off. So you can wash the covers if something, something happens. But more importantly, you can also change your covers if you want to. So instead of buying a couch that you might throw out in a few years, uh, instead what you're buying is a couch system. It's a couch platform, if you might Think of it that way, where you can keep modifying, adding, changing. And I assume over time they may add other shapes and other sort of forms to it. Uh, There are little wooden pieces you can get for the arms that allow you to put a wine glass on a coaster or a deeper one that would take a tumbler. And then there's sort of a wooden piece that sort of sits over uh, one of the 29 by 35 uh, ottomans, if you have a separate piece, and that uh, allows you to turn that into a table. And so really interesting concept, right? So it's kind of like alpha and other systems like that, where buy one piece and you know you have it forever and you keep adding to it. Uh, I've got an alpha system in my uh, one of my apartments, and there are pieces in that alpha system that are for sure 16 years old. And there are pieces in that system that are you know, two years old. Uh, I don't know which ones are which. Like they're all mixed together, but that's you know composed of many different generations. Uh, same thing with uh, with LoveSack, and they actually call their system Sactionals. Uh, SAC sectional's uh, uh, sectional's uh, playing off a sack name, so some very clever marketing. And uh, if you go to the site, um, you can go to and sort of get an overview of how it works. Uh, they show you lots of different shapes. Uh, they call it the world's most adaptable couch, uh, and discover how sectional's are built to last and designed to evolve. And they they pitch it very much on this um, sort of idea of uh, lasting forever. Uh, sort of making an investment in something that you'll have for a really long time. and And they pitch a lot of the sort of features and benefits of it. So, let's talk a little bit about the buying experience and some good and bad, and some sort of thoughts for them as they sort of continue down this journey. And I'm doing this out of deep love uh, because I just bought one of these and I really want them to be super successful because I want to be able to add to my sectional over time. And so that means they need to stay in business for a really long time. First thing, which is interesting, is like any new product, they're very much in love with the product. And it's what's interesting when you go to the site, they talk about how it's rearrangeable, uh, they talk about how it's Machine washable. They actually have a picture of a bottle of wine pouring itself onto the arm, and you know they, you're like, oh, I can imagine that happening, uh, knocking over something. Um, they talk about how it can be washed, and you can toss things in, in the washing machine. Um, they talk about how easy they are to change. You can rearrange them and put them in new shapes. Uh, what's fun is you can kind of kind of click on a couch, and it'll show you all the different uh, finishes. Believe it or not, we decided to get faux fur. So it's gonna be a fur couch. And the fur is reversible. And the reverse side is like a cracked leather. So some parts will be cracked leather, like the pieces we don't sit on. And all the stuff that we sit on will be fur. So that would be super fun. And it was really fun picking all the different fabrics. But what's interesting about their site and what's interesting about sort of how they talk through it is that they don't actually show any people on the couches. It's all just the product itself. Um, they have some additional features too, like you can add power outlets and, and stuff like that. Now, clearly this was pretty successful because we went in to go buy it, but there's a sort of interesting problem that they've created in that there are almost too many versions. And, you know, I'm, I was a very motivated buyer, but I was slightly paralyzed by the alternatives. And, uh, so, uh, so what we decided to do is we decided to go into a store because I couldn't, possibly make a decision online. Uh, so there's a Love Sack store in the Palm Springs mall, just sort of north of us here. And we went in, it was kind of funny. We got there and we had called ahead and someone had said, you should just come in and sort of see us. And so we said, great. So we went up to go see them. When we got there and we found out that you can't just go in and see them. You have to make an appointment. And this whole thing with appointments at stores is really touchy right now. It's really not well managed on websites. Like it should be front and center on the website, front and center everywhere else. But you can't tell that that's something you need to do. So anyway, so we stood there in front of this closed locked door, begged our way in because they didn't have anyone there at the moment, had a quick appointment, got some orientation, and then made an appointment for much later in the day, went off and did a bunch of errands and then came back at the end of the day. And as I told you, ultimately very successful because we we ended up purchasing it. Um, But what's interesting to me is how hard it was to go through the purchase cycle. So we're standing in there and looking at the different versions and there's like three different types of fill for the seats and there's different types of fabrics and there's like literally hundreds of different fabric types and different configurations and you you can buy as many pieces as you want or you don't want and it was dizzying. And so um, they had this little helping kit, I guess, or like a little kind of thinking kit, which is a grid. And then they have these little blocks, little wooden blocks that were the shapes of the couch. And so I casually sort of mentioned, Hey, hey, it'd be really cool if we could get some of those blocks to play with. And they're like, yeah, we sell them. Wow. Cool. Right. Uh, and so, um, for 20 bucks, I got a set of, I got a set of blocks. And so my fiance and I went, Um, Back to Palm Springs, we kind of ended up going to a sushi restaurant and sort of sat there and um, started playing with the blocks. And we sat there and we probably built a hundred different couches while we were sitting there having sushi. And I don't, it's so funny because we spent a lot of time doing this and had some really good discussions about it and, you know, calm discussions and stuff. But it was was interesting. We couldn't really decide on exactly what kind of couch we needed. Because one of the problems is that while you know the size of each piece, there's no total dimension, and so it's hard to—it's impossible, but it's harder to kind of quickly translate to your room back to the couch. So, that, and every time we tried to do one of those translation points, there was friction. You can see the friction in sort of the thinking and the creativity. Um, so then we go back, and we got carrying our blocks with us, and we met with the store manager, someone named Kat, who was amazing. We thought Kat was incredible and she was really helpful. Um, and she was showing us how the couches go together and how they work. And she showed us all the different fabrics. She, you know, discovered whether we had children or animals and got like a puppy. And so they're kind of like, you know, here's how to, how to manage with animals. These fabrics work well. These don't work as well. So super duper helpful and kind of got us to the fur. So we kind of picked the actual, um, covering, but we still hadn't actually picked the couch. And at this point, you know we we're kind of lost and uh, and the website was also there's a tool in the app, not great, but there's a tool in the app also doesn't provide total dimensions and so we're playing with that and and it's again just massively overwhelmed by the choices. Finally, we sort of had this sort of a bit of a epiphany, if you can call it that, and the epiphany was, why don't we just pick?" a layout. And why don't we pick a layout for sort of a common situation? And so the, the layout that we picked was a layout that would be like cuddling in front of the TV. That was the layout we picked. And in that, we said, okay, let's make that. So we made that. And then we said, well, what can that turn into? Because the, the configurability allows you to have it to be a TV couch, but also you want to maybe have people over and so, Kat was able to say, "Boom, boom, boom! Now you can have two separate nice couches for people to come over. Lots of room, uh, and then boom, 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 and you can make it into a bed too." So, this one configuration was bed, two couches, and the TV couch, and was which was great. And so, that's what we ended up buying, and we we're very happy with it. What was interesting to me, though, is the sort of choice constriction is a really interesting thing and experience. And I'm thinking that it would have been so much better. If what Lovesack had done is they had said, what's your primary use of the couch? Are you having company over? Are you cuddling in front of the TV? Or are you gonna be sleeping on it? You're using it as a bed. And it's like, okay, cuddling in front of the TV. Okay, here are the two best cuddling in front of the TV configurations. Which do you prefer? I like that one, boom, great. There's your cuddling in front of the TV couch. Here's like, the three. You know, do you have a dog or not? No dog, yes dog. Then here's like ten fabrics that are good for dogs. Great, pick one. And then it would be see the other things that you can make with this configuration. You can have two couches. You can have one couch and an ottoman. You can have a bed. Like these are all the other things you can make out of it. But primarily, what you're buying is the TV couch. That would have been amazing. And I think they've almost like the adaptability is almost too much. Uh, They almost they almost like kind of narrow it in with. some kind of wizard that allow you to sort of zero in on it. Uh, What was also interesting is how the online and offline experiences are separated because we've been online many times. There was not a good connection between the store visit and anything we'd done online. There wasn't a connection between the app and anything we'd done in the store visit. After we made the appointment, my fiance got an email saying, thank you for coming for the store visit. We purchased, right? It should have been thanks for coming to the store visit and buying, but they didn't say that. So it's a separation of systems. You can see there's probably some silos already in this relatively young company that exists that don't allow them to tie together the fact that our visit turned into a significant purchase. And you know now they should be trying to sell us more. Uh, so anyway, just a bunch of just thoughts on LoveSack. Really excited about our... Uh, uh, couch. It apparently comes in pieces. So we'll have to like assemble it all together. So I'll kind of tell you what that experience is like when that happens, but very interesting new product, uh, check it out and love Sack, If you're listening, uh, you know, Think about the site a little bit. Think about some guided purchasing help, uh, both in the store, on the site. And you got to do a better job of integrating the appointment stuff so people aren't disappointed. So predictions. Um, I'm going to start with something that I've been saying, but I'm going to kind of put it in as a prediction. So here is my prediction for 2021. In 2021, there will be broad scale recognition that CXM, Customer Experience Management, will be the next thing after CRM, which was customer relationship management. CRM was invented 30 years ago. It's done a great job, 30 years of great progress, but CRM systems are just simply not capable of pulling in all the information that's necessary to truly know a customer in a personal way, to truly know someone the way I've been talking about LoveSack needing to know me, right? They're probably using a CRM system, which is why it seems so stupid about who I am. If they're using CXM, they'll know a lot more about me. And eventually they'll see me posting and tweeting about them. And all that should be part of their database. So CXM will be the evolution of CRM systems. And CXM will be the natural thing that comes after CRM. CRM is not going to go away. Uh, but CXM will be the next level system. That's the prediction for today. And for the CXM experience, I'm Grad Khan, And I'll see you next time.